Welcome to Counselor Find, a podcast for counselors past and present, finding their way in faith and current culture. We are your hosts, Shrek and Shopvac, also known as Terry and Zach. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back, and it's episode 32. Glad you're here. We are going to dig into church today. Not like we're going to dig into church, but we're going to dig into, like, where are you going to church? What's happened to church? So about a year ago, Zach. Yes, hello. Hey, Zach. Uh, about a year ago, I think we uh, started this all off, and we were watching The Chosen, and one of the conversations we had was, what about church? And Why it was church? Like, yeah. So what was happening last fall? We'd just gone back to church after not going to church for like five or six months. Um, and then what were we doing? We were trying to figure out, is church going to last? And we were going like every other Sunday and people were meeting kind of spread out and we couldn't sing, but then we could sing and some mm-hmm. places were singing and some weren't. And everyone, Church sucked. Church sucked. Yeah. We had that whole conversation, right? Yeah. And some of us, like myself, we're struggling maybe for a while now with what's the point of church and um, where's the right one and why do we go and a lot of questions. So I think we are just going to revisit it. Yeah. So what did you decide? Like, like for you, you've been on your own journey. You and Leah have actually landed in a church. Yes. Uh, And not just landing in a church, but landing in a church that started in pandemic. Yes. That's also interesting. That's so weird. <laughs> and exciting. Like, hey, but, welcome uh, to uh, lockdown. We're going to launch a church next week. Come on out. Yeah. Well, they did plan to start before the pandemic was a thing. But yeah, unfortunately, their conception, I guess, maybe not their the right launch. word. Their launch Let's, was like, planned. Unfortunately, their launch was planned for <laughs> during the pandemic. Um so that's uh, just the way that went. Uh, Citizens in Elmira is okay. the church. It's a Woodside church plant. Woodside is where you go. Yeah. Um, I've started there. I was at Lincoln Road Chapel in Waterloo for a bit. So right. just kind of a dis- disclosure, disclaimer, where yeah. we're coming from. These are the churches that we are attending at the moment. Yeah, and I grew up going to Woodside. So I guess it's not really like I ever left, but <clears throat> I did. Um, so <laughs> the, the church plant's great, though. We're liking it a lot. Okay, so what's what's unique about it? Like, why are you going to church? There? Um, maybe there, or why church? Well, I, that's kind of a, the question. Why are we going to church there, or why are we going to church at all? Mm. So when we looked at it a year ago, we were wrestling with what's a good church and what church should look like. And you and Leah had kind of been on this journey of already doing an online church format where you yeah. kind of were doing churches by selection on Sunday morning, Mm. get up, load up a church that was broadcasting already pre-pandemic. So there was a very limited number of those churches out there. Yeah. Well, there was quite a few mega ones, but um, definitely less than there is now. Now everybody's church, right? Has some kind of online YouTube thing with the pastor and his guitar. I think I would still choose the same. Yeah. I would still choose the same ones to watch because they're the high quality, insane production ones. But um, yeah. Okay. So... Two parts to the question, I guess. One is, why are we going to church at all? I think the simple answer, I don't want to get into it too much, is that uh, <laughs> we realized it's time to go to church. 
Um, I, it's important. It's important to be part of a community was the, probably the biggest thing that we've, we realized. And you can get your teaching from anywhere. But um, being part of a community of believers that do things together, such as worship and learn and um, other things, is really important. And so then I guess that ties into why we chose this church. Because if community is the number one thing, then we wanted community to be a big point of, um, I don't know, a main like pillar for the church and, and part of the culture. And so this church plant was kind of based on, I could be butchering this, but I'm going to try my best, basically based on three pillars, um, one being missional families, or one being the gathering, which is Sunday morning, um, your typical Sunday morning church. Um, and then another one being missional families, which is like groups of, I don't know, 10, 20, 25 people, um, where you get together and uh, a couple times a month or three times a month sort of thing. You maybe have meals together, maybe some sort of short study, or kind of just do life together. Um, it's like a smaller community within the big community of the church. And then the third pillar is, they call it sacred communities or something like that. <clears throat> and it's like smaller than that, um, smaller than missional families, where it's like um, kind of like your accountability groups and that type of thing. We haven't really gotten that far yet due to COVID, but we're getting there. <laughs> so anyway, we really like the idea of community um being a huge center point of the church um i was hesitant with the missional family thing at first for anyone who knows me it doesn't sound like something i'd be super keen on but we're sounds really... very outreach oriented <laughs> very missions oriented uh, yeah and i think that or is, is it a more big, like, family oriented well it's kind of both because i think like the <clears throat> other part of like the culture of the church is mission oriented but around local mission like it's not so it's it's very much about like how do we like um so that's really minister interesting to everyone around us immediately like in in Elmira that's really interesting with the leadership in that church having done a lot of overseas missions yeah, yeah it that is. they want to be really locally focused yeah which i think is cool um to see that and i think i'm sure there will be lots um in the future with potential uh far away missions and stuff like that but i think it is neat that they've identified that maybe there's not enough churches doing this, what they're doing, and so they've decided to do that. And um, I do happen to also think that this is, like, closer to what church, quote-unquote, should be. So what should church be? Like, so how close is it? Like, what do you think church should be, and how is this coming so close? I don't I don't have, like, a solid answer you don't on have... what church should be. I think it's, like, we discussed this last year. It's not exactly, like, cut and dry in the Bible. but um, but isn't the church supposed to make disciples that make disciples that make disciples? I guess. Uh, I mean, I would argue, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just, this is me wrestling <laughs> yeah. with this out, out loud, I guess, is that we're, if we're supposed to be disciples that make disciples, that yeah. go and make disciples, that, that then go and make disciples, Yeah. then we need to be missional, which I would like mission mission oriented, mission now, yeah. I guess. And then... But we also need to be on mission. And I wonder if we've, how are we doing it? How are you guys making disciples? Like, mm. how, are you, how are you discipling each other? Like, is community the focus? Man, I'm totally off. You're asking a lot of questions here. Yeah. Uh, how are we discipling? Yeah. Like, 
the same as most churches. I and what think. is that? Though? Like, what does that look like? Sunday morning teaching, and then through our missional families, and um, like the missional families have a, a range of of ages within them too. So I think there's some natural discipleship that happens through that, and like definitely some formal that I'm sure that the leaders of those missional families are told to like enact. Um, I'm just part of one. I don't know all the details. So no, that's fair. That's fair. Um, yeah, I think that's all I've seen so far. Again, it hasn't been that long and we were limited by COVID a little bit. Um, beyond all this, I've always liked the idea of a smaller church. I think whenever we went and visited like other ones, Alma or whatever, other random small churches, I always liked the feel of it. I was like the idea that I could look around the room and know everybody's name. Um, but there was always this like boringness associated with those small churches where it was like, I don't know, not that great of music or hardly any at all, or just hymns or like maybe not a super entertaining pastor or stuff like that. Whereas I'm not finding those things to be true um, with citizens, which is really nice. Like we, uh, like I'm helping with like the sound and projection team and all that. And like, we're, we're actually doing like, good music and part of that is we have some awesome uh, musicians at the church but um <clears throat> yeah i think little things like that while they're not vital to like the importance of church i think they can make church a lot more enjoyable so you said something really key right there i think is that um they're engaging your passion mm, yeah. they're engaging your gift and your talent right in a way no church that we've talked about over the last few years seems to have really honed in on. Yeah. And I think we, uh, I'm saying we, as in we, the church, as in big C church around the world, mm -hmm. seem to really miss this, that we don't engage people in their talents and passions, that if you want to make a disciple follow, you need to find why they want to follow. Yeah. Right? Uh, I can't I make disciples if nobody wants to follow the leader I'm pointing them to. Mm. And I think we do a really poor job of saying it's about Jesus. I'm going to point you to Jesus and he cares about what you care about and let's engage what you care about. Right. And it doesn't mean it has to be a program. It doesn't have to be um, high production. It doesn't have to be high quality. It needs mm. to be about, not about me and not about you, mm -hmm. but really pointing people back to Jesus and saying, he cares about you and what you care about, and he wants you to take your passions and follow him. Yeah, I mean, I think another thing that's really cool about Citizens so far is that they didn't want to put any emphasis on, like, what are the programs we're going to run? Um, it's just like, here's our pillars, and, like, all ages are welcome at all these things, whether you have babies or kids or teenagers or whatever they are. Um, they're welcome to all these things services and then we've had a little bit of stuff for kids here and there but um <clears throat> and that can be difficult at times for some families but i think it's good overall that like our focus isn't just about like what kind of programming are we going to run for our own um and that can easily become the focus of a church and so i think it's nice that that's not at least where we're starting and we're starting out on a, a basis of like how we be a community and and all of jesus together so why did you why did you end up at citizens like, I, you're talking about well, citizens and you like it, and I can hear that you like citizens, but why did you go back to church? Well, part of it, like, I'm, I have to be honest here, is that, like, we know a lot of people there um, and a lot of friends. So that definitely makes it easy, 
for me. Like I was able to walk in the room and I think I had to learn like six names, maybe plus maybe a few of their kids. Like there was hardly anyone I didn't know at least who their, what their name was, um, which is obviously a huge draw for me. Like I was saying earlier, how I love the idea of being able to look around the small room and know everyone's name. I didn't have to learn them. <laughs> um, <clears throat> but so I think that I got like, that's a bit of a bias there for us. And again, like, I don't think I'm not going to sit here and say that like, this is the best church ever. And it's like got everything right. And all this, it's just like, Nope, I'm happy with it versus the experiences we've had in the last few years. I think it's doing some things great and it's fitting the, um, I guess needs and the, like passions of where we're at right now. Um, or ideas of what I think church should be right now. Would you be so, comfortable inviting Sally and her husband out to church or? Yeah. And I think that's, Mo and that's the other cool thing is I, and definitely have already invited more people to my church than ever before and would definitely feel more comfortable inviting people than ever before. So that's saying something. I don't can't pinpoint why at this point, um, but that's just the way it is. Physical church over online church? I think online church sucks. Oh, that is a statement coming from you. I hate it so much. Why? It's not church. Like, and that's what I realized too, especially with the pandemic, is that like, I just missed going somewhere. And I think part part of this was also having a kid and staying at home all the time during the pandemic and just being kind of felt like we were trapped in the house. But okay, we like I, we just wanted to get out and see people. So it was so nice on like Sunday morning to just go for an hour and get to talk to people and see people, especially when some of those people are people we, we like, like to see anyways, but didn't necessarily get to during the pandemic. Um, I, yeah, so that's a huge thing, huge win for us in that aspect of going to church but like we did some online stuff for a few months there or a few weeks at least with with citizens between like church being open and closed and reopened um and i really hated it <laughs> like i do not like doing zoom church or online or like watching the same pastor on a video screen like okay sure i probably get just as much out of it maybe more sometimes like sitting on my comfy couch and it's nice to just like like, I don't know, be in your own home for that, like, learning part of it. <clears throat> but, like, the interaction after is nowhere near the same, nowhere near as fun or engaging. Um, but one of the best parts about church, in my opinion, is, oh, it's just, like, a, a natural meeting place in the morning, and then you decide what you're going to do for the rest of the day or just to do afterwards or go for lunch or do whatever. And, like, you don't have to text people and make plans. Um, there's just, like, this natural in-person making plans that happens, which is so rare these days. I think that's one of the struggles I'm having with online church Yeah, is that I can see that it, a hybrid model needs to come where we continue to provide an online presence sure. for, for seekers, people that are asking questions, people that are like, okay, what's this about? Like if mm. you're going somewhere, I'm going to check out a restaurant that someone's told me about, I'm probably going to check the website for their menu mm. or it's like, Hey, you got to check out medieval times. I'm going to look up the website. When is it? Where is it? What is it about? Does mm -hmm. this even interest me? We need to continue to have that hybrid thing where you can say like, okay, this is what it is, but there's none of that engagement. There's none of that online. Like no. we're not disciples making disciples. Whereas it sounds like what you, what you're loving is that there's that time of disciple making discipleship yeah, for sure. And, and pushing and pulling <clears throat> community that happens. Building and yeah, we're calling it community, I guess. It's probably oh, I just, the best I way think to that, like, describe it. It's not that hard to realize that um, 
as humans, we desire that. And at, at some point that desire takes over, um, any sort of like benefits of online church. Like, I think at first, like numbers could have gone up with online church and probably did, or I think they did. Um, but I think as the desire to be with people, as a desire to need that connection, that in-person connection grows and grows and grows, online church gets worse and worse and worse, unless it's supplemented with something in person, then maybe it can work. But uh, to me, what's the point of that? Like, I don't, you're just following YouTubers. Yeah. Are you not like they, they don't really know you and you don't know them and they're not inputting into your life. No, I'd much rather have like, so the benefits of online church are I get to sit in my home. I might learn um, from my own home and maybe I learn a bit more. Um, and that's kind of nice having this like curated thing for me on the screen. But there's no reason that our churches couldn't do that as an addition to all the normal church things we do. So like we can still have Sunday morning, that gathering, where we get together and do things as a community. Like singing songs over Zoom is so crappy compared to like singing songs together in a room. Um, and even just like listening to a speaker, it's obviously like different when you're in a room with people. And then again, like I said, afterwards talking to people and making plans and all that, we can have all that. I'd rather have all that still have that gathering on a Sunday morning. And then I like know that my church on the side is also like, you know, working at creating content weekly or bi-weekly or something to put something out for me on a Wednesday night that I can go and watch a half hour or a podcast like this or something like that. You know what I mean? Like maybe there's room for both of these things. Like maybe the benefits of online church are there because they're like, there's something we can do in addition to normal church, not because it needs to replace it. Yeah, I think you're right. I really do. I, I was, I came across a quote um, about two weeks ago from Nikki Gumble. Yeah. And it said the plans uh, his plan. So his is God. God's yeah. plans for the universe are now in the hands of the church, which is Jesus body on earth. The church you see is not peripheral to the world. The world is peripheral to the church. And I thought, Oh, that's an interesting statement on the church because I think for so many of us, and this is maybe where we're at. It's about me. Mm-hmm. Life is about me and the world and church is another option. Right. Church is just one of those things that I could do. Yeah. I'm a Christian. I have Jesus living in me and mm-hmm. um the Holy Spirit's in me, so I don't need church because I'm sufficient. Right? It's kind yeah. of a kind of this lie. So church is just another option on the table. If I had a good sleep Saturday night, then I'm going to go to church on Sunday and uh and I don't even like church. And church seems kind of broken, so why would I go? And um, I read this statement that, wow, like, the world is peripheral to the church. God's plan is his body, which is the church, to act out his grace, his mercy, his justice into the world, to save the world, comes through you and me and the church. Then it's like, oh, this is not peripheral. And it's not about me. And that's a real awakening for me. Like, it's not about me because my family would tell you that everything is about me and, uh, and it's not, and I'm not in control. I think that's one other thing I really struggle with, with church is I have very little control over what happens on a Sunday morning or who's speaking or what they're talking about. 
And, um, and you know me, I really like to be, like I say, I don't need to be in control, but I really like to be in control. Uh, you kind of like it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like mm. to lead and, um, or at least know that I have my fingers in there and I'm mm. pulling on the chain on the directions a little bit. And that's not what happens when I go to church. It's, it's all happening around me. I don't want to be a consumer. Like, I don't want to just go because it's the newest restaurant or the newest thing or the latest craze. I need to be a part of that and actually engage my passions. And, and I want to change the world. I don't want to be peripheral. And yet there's a lot of elements to church that remove me from the equation. And it's got to be about God and his people. Right. Do you find that feeling about going back to church that, that there is a sense that God's people are coming together, that God is actually moving, that he's using that church? Or is it, um, I just feel good about this. Uh, <laughs> no, I feel like, I don't know. That's a hard question. I know it's a hard question. I'm sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I guess. Maybe I'm thinking out loud. I, I am processing it. Like, I, I don't know. It's post pandemic, post me hardly going to a physical church in a long time. So I'm just happy to be at a church and to be in community and to be enjoying it. Um, but yes, if I look a bit deeper, it's pretty easy. I didn't have to look very hard to see like already how God's working in many mm. different ways there, um, how it's growing even in a pandemic. That's pretty cool. Um, just all the kinds of things that they're doing with, with like the building and securing space and how that's all gone down. Like God's really working there. Um, yeah. So I guess it's not hard to find ways that God is working. Yeah. That's what you're wondering. <laughs> yeah. I think it's, is, is, are you seeing God work and coming together is really important and getting myself out of the way, like committing to something yeah. that's beyond me. I think that's really important, right? Mm -hmm. So, so what, so, so what to the people that are listening to our conversation here, we're talking about your church and how we're feeling about church. So what would you say to them? Like, what, like, Oh, I just think it's time to go to church. Go like, to church. Yeah. Get your butt out of bed yeah, and get go your to butt church. Out of bed and go to church. Like, I just think it's, it's time. Like, I don't know if you, if you've been sitting at home cause it's pandemic and it's, oh, church isn't the same. I don't want to go back yet. I get it. Didn't disagree with you but it's time, it's, it's time to go back. We're back to mostly normal church now. It's time to show up and be there and be part of that community. Pick where it is. It doesn't really matter at the end of the day. Like, get into what matters and all that another time. But um, just pick a church for now and be part of it. Like, whatever one, I think that's the biggest thing, is like, wherever you decide to go, commit. Just commit and be part of that church. And it doesn't, like, it's, it's not about the, the where so much is about like the, what you're doing, what, what that you're part of. I don't know. What do you think about that? No. Yeah. I think, um, uh, maybe that's a discussion for next week, but, um, like the where you would go to church, but yeah. I agree with you. Find a family and become a part of it. Yes. Like be discipled and make disciples somewhere yeah. with a group of people that are following Jesus. Mm. Yeah. I would agree with that. You need to do that. But it's, that's a really tough thing coming out of one. Like, so we heard some stats in some podcasts um, 
Barnard Group has put out a study and they did a study on Canada, the church in Canada, amongst like 18 to 35 year olds. So millennials, I guess they yeah. call them millennials. But Well, that's Gen Z and millennial. It's kind millennial of like, would be like late 20 to mid 40s. Okay. So it's kind of this blended Gen YZ, I guess. Um, whatever. It's irrelevant. They did this study of 18 to 35-year-olds. And some of the stats coming out of that church in Canada, so they did it in 2019, and then they did it in 2021. They're like, mm. here's the numbers in 2019, and here's what the trends were from 2014 to 2019. But then 2021 was like, and we've seen this at camp, that 2021 COVID was an incubator. Like everything that was in there just took off. Mm. Like if this was a thought, boom, it's now full grown. I wrote down some of the stats. Yeah, oh yeah, them. did you? 41% changed their church since the pandemic. 41% of people. Yeah. Isn't and, that insane? And we haven't even had physical church. <clears throat> so they've changed churches and their last church probably yeah. doesn't even know. And their new church doesn't even know. Yeah. Now it's 22% of that. Okay. It's either 22% of that or it's 22%, meaning like half of that. I can't remember which one it was, but um, of like those changers did it because they wanted more opportunity to serve. So we want so again, to be engaged. more about the connection, more about like the what and not so much about like the, right. you know, not liking the online type thing. I want to follow Jesus using my passions because Jesus cares about what yeah. I'm passionate about kind of idea. Now here's the crappy stat. Okay. Crappy. 28% of people stopped going. Completely. And that's committed. They said they were Christians and now they're not going to church at all. It's not just. Yeah. Or, or they still are. And they're just, it's just, it's just like, uh, it's people that are listening to this. It's who I was. It's, it's pandemic. It's easy. It's not convenient anymore to go. It's out of our rhythm. So it's out of our normal pattern of, of week. And so now we're not going. And that's who we're trying to talk to right now. Either you or somebody, you know, probably isn't going to church anymore. Yeah. It's almost 30%. So get on them. <laughs> So that's three and 10. Get, so get going to church again. It's time. There's plenty of good reasons to go. And it, the number one is that you need it. So. Yeah. Cause I've heard a lot in the last year and a half about people deconstructing their faith. Mm. And that would be probably that 30% that stopped going to church. Well, at least in there. Yeah. Right. That are just saying like, well, I didn't like church and COVID stressful and it's probably because of my faith. Right. And they're, they're taking mm. their faith and just saying, some of them aren't just tearing it down and doing a renovation. Some of them are like tearing it down and burning it down and walking away and, and, and never going back. Mm. And it's really sad. And, and we have, so maybe church wounds. I'm sure that's a whole topic for a conversation of church wounds. Yeah, but, I mean, but the, the church is just people like you and me yeah. coming together to follow Jesus and gathering together to follow Jesus, right? I've heard it said a while ago, and this is what I've kind of been hanging on to as we've been looking for a church, but at the end of the day, you need to find a church <clears throat> that you fit the culture of, or that you like the culture of, or that, that you, that the culture fits you, or whatever the way you want to say that. Um, find a church culture and pick it. Um, and I think that's like, Kind of what I was waiting for in a sense, and that's why we're happy with where we're at because <clears throat> we're really happy with the overall culture. And so, like as you're saying, maybe you have church wounds. Um, I understand that, and I think that 
sometimes that makes us want to leave <clears throat> our church. And if you want to go to a different church because of wounds you have, that's fine too. Um, but it's important that your church wounds are not big C church wounds, right? They are humans making mistakes, small C church wounds. And if they're um, so hurtful that you can't stay where you are or don't want to, that's okay. But you should find somewhere else. Try again. And you also need oh, to yeah. forgive and forget at the same time. And that's well, a whole other topic. But probably um, forgive and heal. Yeah. yeah I, that's kind of what I mean. But not two Fs. So it wasn't as oh. fancy. Um, so yeah, I think a lot, touching on a lot of topics here that could be their own thing, but mm. that's okay. Yeah, but a really good conversation. Yeah. So maybe we'll come back next week and we'll talk about where you can go to church or like it, we're talking here, like just go to church. If you change church, let someone know. Yeah. At your old church, at your new church, if you're four, one of those four and 10 that changed church. Great. If you're one of those three and 10 that stopped, like that's seven and 10 like that are just lost. Like if you're one it's of those lot. lost people, seven and 10, 70%, um, man, don't stay lost. Yeah. Pick a church know. and commit. That's, that's the big thing. Wherever yeah. you decide to go, don't just go to consume and be in the background, commit to it and be part of it. Yeah. 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 You can find those stats at Barna group. I think you can find yeah. it. It's a, um, world vision commission. The, the study Really excellent. If you're really curious about stats, I don't know. I'm not that curious, but it's amazing <laughs> what it tells us. Like the, the, this, what it's telling us about each other is amazing stuff. Yeah. We already knew, but then it just reinforces what we already know that, oh yeah, they're not coming to church and they said they don't go to church right now and they're looking for a church and I just feel for it. Yeah. get to church. If you need to tell somebody, tell us, tell Zach, tell me. Well, we'll encourage you in that. Um, that was a good question. That was a good conversation. Thanks. Sure. Uh, anything that you want to highlight or that's relevant for people at this point in time in October, 2021? Um, not really. Do you have anything? Yeah. So there's, um, a bunch of former counselors that are doing uh, like fall market, fall oh, yeah. thrift store and um, right. selling products to raise money for camp. It's coming up in Waterloo on October 23rd, Saturday morning from nine till noon, I think at Lincoln Road Chapel. And Katie Morden is kind of overseeing that. So I think she's put stuff up on her Instagram feed. I don't, I don't have Instagram, so I wouldn't know. We can share it. But we can share that and put that out there. I think yeah. that's it. If you are able to connect with us through Discord, do that. Yeah. That's great. Or maybe we'll post that information on Discord as well. Yeah. If you're not in our Discord, um, send me a message and I will add you or send you the link for it. Right. And we you want can message you to be part of it. Zach at ConestogoBibleCamp.org. Yep. That's good. Or anywhere. Okay. Else is fine. Yeah, I, I don't have anything <clears throat> else. I uh, haven't made a Kickstarter purchase this week, but probably That's by really next. Good. No, I know. It's good that you Thank waited you. A bit Thank of you. Time. And uh, it's these stupid board games. I love them. I'm so excited. Yes, it's this, this. Yes. Yes. Cult of the new. Like I just want new. I just. Oh, it's awful. Anyways. Yeah. That's uh, another topic for another day, I guess. That is. <sighs> Anyways, that's all I got right now. That's it. 
Yeah, thanks everybody. Thank um, you. See you soon. Bye bye. Yeah.